Friend of TSN 690, friend of Camel and Gallo, friend of Simon Salekis, Peter Yiannopoulos, our NBA analyst insider here on a TSN 690. What's going on, Pete? Correct on all of those uh, statements there, Simon. Uh, how are we doing today? I'm good. Campbell asked me, when's the last time I spoke to you? I said, I don't talk to Pete much, but we text a lot. And Campbell goes, do you guys beef in your text? I'm like, yeah, obviously. That's what we do. Of course. What do you think? <laughs> 25 years, man. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Pete, first of all, I saw this on Twitter. I like what you guys are doing at RDS. Maybe you can help us out here. La Semaine's Basket at RDS. That's what I'm pretty get much getting off those tweets, right? Yes, yes, you are. It's La Grande Semaine Basket at RDS, Simon and Sean. Uh, we want to really focus on basketball, the NBA, and our coverage, and just give our community uh, a chance to see uh, five NBA games uh, this week. Obviously, there's some... There's some uh, some great games on the schedule, not only the Toronto Raptors, but it starts tonight with Phoenix playing Indiana. So that's a really good game. Obviously, Pascal Siakam joining the Pacers, Benesic Matherin having a great second year. Phoenix is starting to pull it together. So you'll see Indiana a couple of times. You'll see Anthony Davis, LeBron, the Lakers versus Boston. On the first, you have uh, the Bucks. Uh, and their new head coach, Doc Rivers, Monday night going up against the Joker and the Denver Nuggets. So some really good games, and we just want to push the NBA to our to our public and our province and uh, showcase that, hey, um, there's some great NBA, and you could watch it en français, oui, papa. So uh, we're excited about this week. And then Friday we're going to have a segment only Basketball Quebec, so all the great players of the past, the great players today, um, some some people that are really marked basketball in our community. So uh, an investment by RDS to really push the NBA and basketball in our province. Well done. I like that. All right. Just a quick question on that front. If uh, Quebec were to take on all the other provinces with all the best uh, basketball players that they have produced, Quebec would win across Canada, right? Well, Sean, you know, at the end of the day, right, Toronto and Ontario has got has a lot of the quantity. Uh, and they like to win. But one thing about Quebec, just like Simon Talikas, we hate to lose. So that's the mindset when we go out there. So we're not going there just to win. We're not going to lose, and we're going to win big, and Quebec would beat Ontario like we have in many, many occasions throughout the history. I'd put you on the bench. You, no, no, not yeah. as a player, as a coach. You'd be my coach there. I don't know. That's, all, that's what I meant. Pete, you're running the bench. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, nope. and, and, no and, problem, and, man. How many technicals do I get, too? Yeah. <laughs> and, and let the basketball gods help you if you don't play defense on a Peter Yiannopoulos team. Yeah. Uh, right. Pete, speaking of Canadian, man, I know LeBron got his 20th, but Shea Gillis-Alexander, third Canadian to start at an NBA All-Star game. Look. Embiid and Jokic, it's nuts. The numbers are off the charts, but the fact that this kid's in the MVP conversation and he has every right to be is pretty special. No, you're absolutely uh, correct, Simon. When you look at the history of Canadian basketball, I mean, it's growing, but we've never had a player like Steve Nash, and I don't think we'll ever will have one that just took over the NBA at the point guard position, not a six foot eight, six foot nine guy, but a, a point guard that was able to change the game the way Phoenix played, right? Pace and space and push transition Nash two-time MVP like that's just it's, it's sick like taking that Kobe and Shaq only have one but you know the way sports is in every single you know sport uh things progress and then you when you never think you'll have another player like that somebody else comes along and Shea Gill just Alexander is one special player one special person at six foot six as a point guard he could look over any defense he could uh, dissectic. He can get off his shot. He gets to the free throw line. He could shoot the three. But, you know, when you talk about having a mid-range game, he's smooth as ice, man. He can get to his spots. 
and he could win a game in multiple ways and obviously distributing and an underrated defender as well. So I think when you look at Shea Gilgis-Alexander, what he's been able to do, 30 points a game last year, right? First team all NBA, doing it again this year. And you're right. I mean, the MVP is going to go down to the wire and, and it, it's selective voting, right? And what, what the writers and what some people think, believe should be the MVP. Right now, Embiid, Jokic, Luka, Shea, I mean, we've never seen, um, and Giannis, of course, we've never seen like players putting up these kind of stats, but at the same time winning as well. I think OKC with Shea, the Thunder are number one in the West, and he's the primary reason why. Um, I wouldn't want to play these guys in the playoffs. They're young, uh, they're fearless, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander, what he did bringing a bronze medal at the World Cup to Canada, and now going into the Paris Olympics. Um, hey, bring on anybody. I think that this Canadian team is looking for a gold medal next year, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander will be the catalyst to that um, quest to win uh, an Olympic medal for Canada. No, it, it, it's incredible how many, and even Anthony Edwards, of course, can be in that NBP conversation. We're having so many great players with so many big-time years. Uh, walk me through this, Pete. It's not every day a team fires uh, a coach who has the second best record in the NBA, and they're sitting at 30-13. and 13. The Bucks made a move first. Where did that come from? And, and, and two, uh, I don't want to discredit Doc Rivers. Uh, you know, we mentioned yesterday on the Drive Show with Mitch Melnick and Lucas Scott, the guy is a Hall of Famer. But, man, there's been some really big mess-ups on the playoff side. Does this work out between Doc Rivers, Yanis, Dame, and the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, it's going to have to, right, because it's championship or bust. I think that's the expectations right now. And the NBA never sleeps, man. On the court, off the court, there's always drama. And here's another one. You know, a coach who's a 30 win, 13 losses, second place in the East, not good enough, right? The Bucks want to win another championship. They understand the window that they have with Giannis. Giannis was loyal signed that extension, he's going to be back, made some some hints and some statements, and him and his agent uh, spoke to the Bucs. They, 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 they want to stay, but they want to have the best possible team, like every superstar has done in the NBA over the years. So they make the, the, the trade a controversial one. They bring in Damian Lillard. They give, give, they give up Drew Holiday and three first-round picks. Obviously, Dame is a special offensive talent, right? He's a guy that could put up 40, 50, 60 points, um, his three-point shooting is incredible, but he doesn't bring you defensively what Drew Holiday did, and that brought you an NBA championship. So right now the team was struggling. Um, they weren't as cohesive as they thought they would be, <laughs> albeit you win 30 of your 43 games. I think that's pretty good, but they're looking more down the road. What are the offensive concepts? And listen, you hire a first-year head coach, Nadian Griffin. Poor guy. <laughs> you know, poor guy. <laughs> like, he comes in, he's won 30 games. Not good enough what they want, and they make the move. Um, is it a panic move? Well, listen, we'll see what happens come playoff time because the regular season doesn't mean anything with the Bucks. They want to win another championship. Do they have the team? I think they lack some depth on the defensive end. Um, they're going to need to improve in that area. To answer your question about Doc, everybody loves Doc. I love Doc. He was great. I remember him with the Hawks as a player. He won a championship in 08. Probably should have won in 2009 as well. Perkins got hurt. The Lakers came back and they win. But that's been a long time. And we could see the factual statistics that show the most blown 3-1 lead, 3-2 leads. Um, some question Doc Rivers' lack of adjustments come game time, come halftime. At the end of the day, he's a great communicator. He's going to command the respect of the room. But the NBA is all about adjustments, in-game adjustments. That's the best coaches have done over the years. Riley, Popovich, Jackson. It's not only about communicating. It's about making the moves, the right ones, when the games are close. And they usually are in the NBA playoffs. So, uh, man, I'm going to wait and see mode. 
But, hey, uh, you sign up for that as a coach, you're signing up to get fired, but you didn't think you were going to get fired that quick if you're Adrian Griffin. Pete, uh, sometimes I, I watch the NBA and I see so much talent out there and I see how good some of these players, like how can you stop them? And, I'm, and I go, why don't we see more 40-point games or 50-point games? And there's a stretch, I think it was last year, there was almost on a nightly basis we were getting 40-50. And then – then I see nights like MB getting 70, and it, it it doesn't compute. I'm like, that's insane. Then I think about Chamberlain getting 100 or or Kobe's 81. I mean, how special was it that he got 70 points? Well, listen, I mean, uh, MB is a freak of nature, right? Uh, coming out of Kansas, the, the skill level that he possesses is incredible. Um, he could shoot the three, the mid-range, he gets to the line. Some people are going to say he flops a little bit too much, but, hey, that's the way the NBA is today. You're trying to get any type of leverage you can with the officials. But here's a guy that one thing I will respect is that Joel Embiid, he was part of the initial trust the process. Uh, there's been some guys around him there that were supposed to be part of that to bring a championship. They caused more turmoil than they caused victories. And I'm talking about Ben Simmons. I'm talking about James Harden. Through this all, Joel Embiid has stayed there, and he's been the one constant. And, you know, they get rid of Harden. The new coach, Nick Nurse, comes in. Hey, Philly is winning, and this guy has the ability to put up these type of performances night in, night out. Obviously, you know, you're going to double-team him. You're going to triple-team him if I'm an opposing coach. Not quite sure that Greg Popovich, where the Spurs are right now, wanted to do that. Uh, If they were a championship team, probably they would have gotten the ball out of his hands. But, hey, that was Embiid's night, and it's just a touch. It's the the work ethic, the hours in the gym uh, that make him have that ability to be a 35% three-point shooter, to to be almost a 90% free-throw shooter. This guy possesses an offensive arsenal that we haven't really seen um, throughout the NBA history. The game has changed. Jokic is just as lethal. Uh, It's great. And Carl Anthony Towns, he put up, you know, 62, I believe, uh, albeit in a loss. So the game, the rules help. You can't really put your hands too much on defenders today, but the players today are so skilled. It's scary. And Joel Embiid, the only thing missing on his resume, guys, is one, an NBA Finals appearance, and two, an NBA championship. So um, let's see if the Sixers are a little bit more aggressive on the trade deadline, try and you know, add some pieces here because they have a shot to winning. A lot of teams have a shot to win this year, and that's what makes the NBA great this season. Pete, remind everybody, RDS next week, basketball week. Oh, every day there's a game. Tonight, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then Friday, Quebec basketball feature. We oui, papa basketball in Quebec. C'est fantastic. Come to Simon Talika's Blazer. <laughs> Thanks, PY. <laughs> Have a good Thanks, one. Thanks, Pete. Pete doing great work at RDS, man. Good broadcast. Will Archambault as well. You know, we've had him on before at TSN 690. It's good. And a good opportunity, good marketing there from RDS. The Habs are off for a week. Boom, hit him with the basketball. we got local guys all over the NBA, man. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. So, Simon, we know what Montrealers think of what Gallagher did last night. Why don't we uh, take it outside our market with Nick Alberga? And also, I've got an update coming up, Sean, and Adam Schefter dropping a sweet little tweet. I can't blame the NBA.